Thunder Media. This week on Inside Motorsport, we take a look at the 2023 Australian Production Car Championship, which features GT4. I hope you'll stay with us. Today, we're looking at the Australian Production Car Championship and GT4 running together this year. And Troy Williams is a part of the management structure that is going to put on what is going to be an exciting season of racing. But first of all, Troy, production car racing and then GT4 sounds like the exact opposites. Regular cars and, and Grand Touring. Well, I, I guess in, in in a way, yes, but when you think about it, a GT4 car ultimately uh, is a factory-built race car, uh, and it is based on the underlying production version of the, the vehicle. So whether that's a, an AMG GT or a 570S McLaren or, um, you know, Porsche Cayman, uh, at the end of the day, the GT4 uh, is a race car built by the factory. A GT3 car, of course, is a ground-up purpose-built race car, but the GT4 still have their underpinning in the, the original production car. So it is, at the end of the day, an elite-level production car, um, but the anticipation and our, our plan for GT4 Australia is to break that out into its own grid in 2024. Um, but until then, while we, you know, birth the, the category uh, as such and, and get a, a lot of demand from competitors and new cars coming along, they will run alongside Australian production cars, but with their own point score and championship in place. I have had the opportunity to have a good look at the uh, GT4 cars or a couple of them that are in the country, and they are absolutely beautifully made, and they are they are a race car. All the bells and whistles at a much a much more reasonable price. We're not talking about a pair of socks, shorts, and a jumper. We are True. talking about motor racing. Yes, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, the most expensive part of motor racing is actually it did not finish. Those three letters after a competitor's name is probably the most expensive result that anyone can have going to a race meeting and, you know, coming home with a frown on the on the face and, and no enjoyment from the weekend. The GT4 cars are designed and built to go around and around and around consistently. So to that end, um, you know, they do deliver on, on what they're built to do. Mm. Um, which is be a reliable, exciting, desirable uh, performance race car. Now, over the course of the Bathurst six-hour weekend, you got to run the format, as it were, and get mm -hmm. a feel for what it's going to be like this year before you mm -hmm. get into the actual championship of six rounds. Production car racing is booming all around the country. Um, we have very strong state-level competitions um, you know, New South Wales, Queensland in particular. And, of course, the Bathurst Six Hour is, is the big production car race uh, every year for, for uh, people that own 3E production race cars around the country. Um, again, that was oversubscribed this year. So the, the Six Hour very much is the, um, the epitome of production car racing in the country. So for APC this year, we're looking forward to another strong year. Um, you know, last year we averaged about 25 competitors per round and a couple of really big fields at Sandown and Bathurst. Um, so, you know, we, we anticipate that strength to continue um, and then also have the, the similarly paced GT4 cars um, join in for 2023 only 
Um, and I think it'll it'll be a great opportunity for those factory built race cars and some of Australia's best built race cars locally here to to go head to head. It's a mixed format across the season. Phillip Island on 12th to the 14th of May, you're going to run four 30 minute races like we saw at Bathurst. But then yes. you go into enduros. What's the enduro format in round two at Sydney Motorsport Park, and then in round three up there at Queensland Raceway? Sure. So, so we have a Sprint Cup this season and also an Enduro uh, Cup within the overall championship. Uh, so traditionally, endurance format racing has been uh, what production cars, the national championship for production cars has always done. Uh, so this year, you'll see a combination of four by one hour race weekends. Uh, and also two by two hour. So the traditional Queensland round, for example, has always been the fight in the night uh, with a two hour race during the day and a two hour race uh, on the in the evening, um, which is at Queensland Raceway makes for some spectacular viewing, but also very enjoyable from a competitor's sense. So all of our enduro rounds will be either that four by one format or the, the two by two hour. You have got a great selection of tracks. Phillip Island, Sydney Motorsport Park and Queensland we've talked about in the first half of the championship. But then mm-hmm. you go to Sandown in September. The Bend Motorsport Park, which uh, you're not going to use the, the full international circuit. And then as we're talking international, the Bathurst International to finish the season off. Once again, three very high-speed circuits to end the year. Yes, yes. Sandown always is, is popular with competitors. And, of course, we're not not sure how long, you know, access to, to Sandown Raceway is going to remain. So I think competitors always make the most of that opportunity. Um, but a circuit that really suits the high-horsepower cars. Um, the Bend, what a fantastic facility um, over there in South Australia. Not just the racetrack itself, but, you know, the pit, the paddock, the, the hotel on site. Um, it's just a fantastic modern facility there. So a, lo- a lot of competitors really love competing there. The, the, yeah, the big, long international inter- uh, circuit at the Bend, it's hard to remember, you know, this well, 70-odd corners, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, a lot of our competitors have run on that and said, oh, geez, I can't remember whether it turns left or right at any particular time. So so we'll just be running on the, the traditional circuit that um, supercars and everyone else have, have run over there. So... And look, Bathurst International, it's, it's the best circuit in Australia. Um, you know, we hear from a lot of our international colleagues that they aspire to run at Mount Panorama. So any chance we get to go there, we grab it. Um, and what a way to have a, a season finale. You have not only got a, a really solid calendar this year, but you also have a fantastic amount of nominees already putting their hand up to run the full championship, highlighted by, of course, uh, everyone's favourite weatherman, Grant Denyer. Yes, yes, Grant came and, and ran with us at the non-championship round at, at Bathurst over Easter. Um, so he, he's just looking to finalise his, his entry for the rest of the season. But we do offer our competitors a, an early bird package for, for those that commit to the whole season. And we've had a record number of competitors take that up this year, which is fantastic. Four numbers in the combined categories. What sort of a grid are you hoping to see? Because it's not uncommon for you to get up to the 30s in some of those rounds. Yes, yeah, I I would say 25 to 30 would be a a good target for an overall field um, average throughout the year. Uh, Circuits like Soundown and Mount Panorama will probably see a little more. Um, But our our aim is to, to average around that 25 
for production cars, which has been our sort of long-term average as a national championship. And then GT4, we're aiming to grow to sort of 15 cars by the end of the year. Um, and then for 2024, GT4 will move out into its own grid uh, on the Speed Series platform, and then they will also move to a, a slick and wet tyre uh, solution for GT4. It's a great year in prospect, and I know that you've got a lot of promotions going on with, well, with both of the categories that you'll be managing. Yeah, we certainly do. Um, and, and I think, again, that continued support from not only competitors, but, you know, interest from from spectators and, and coverage on the Speed Series platform. You know, we had all three races up at Mount Panorama over the Easter weekend broadcast on Stan. Um, so there's a, a lot of interest really growing um, in, in both the categories. So it's, it's yeah, it's it's great to, to be part of a, a growing category and, and get the positive feedback from the competitors that we do. And Monochrome already jumped on board for GT4 Australia. Yes, yeah, yeah. Jeff Liu, who heads up Monochrome, um, is a, a car tragic like the rest of us. Um, you know, loves his, his performance cars and motorsport. Um, he's been very active in a number of, of categories. Um, and you'll even see his signage up at Mount Panorama at various plates on, uh, places on the circuit. So it's great to have the, the monochrome team on board. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's exciting times. Troy, it's a pleasure to catch up with you. We look forward to covering a lot more of the APC and GT4 throughout 2023, and we wish all the best for it because it's going to get extremely hectic from now on in. It is. It is. Not not much rest between here and Christmas, but thanks for the opportunity. That's it for Inside Motorsport today. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.